Hey, Bill O'Reilly, no spin news. Thursday, October 8th, 2020, stand up for your country. A lot going on today. Whoa. And I think you'll find this program to be very informative and entertaining at the same time. A lot to tell you about. So uh, this morning, uh, President Trump and Joe Biden found out that the debate for next week, scheduled for Miami on Thursday, is now a virtual debate, which means they're not going to be there in person. They're not going to be on the same stage. So right away, uh, Donald Trump calls into Fox Business, Maria Bartiromo. He likes her. He doesn't like, I guess he likes Fox and Friends, but, you know, he's this way on Fox News Channel. But anyway, he says, I'm not not showing up to that. Uh, That's ridiculous. And it is. Because uh, if you do a virtual debate, you're going to have people there telling you what to say, giving you tips, writing a script for you. How's anybody going to know? Are they going to have debate officials looking in your window? I don't even know if there are any windows in Joe Biden's basement. So, I, you know, why bother? Don't even bother. So what should have happened is that the debate should have been postponed like the National Football League does with their games. All right, so the two quarterback, one quarterback is COVID, the other doesn't, the other's afraid, I guess, I don't know. Um, and you should have waited, and you should have consulted with both campaigns. How disrespectful is this? That this commission out of nowhere said, well, this is what we're going to do. So Trump's not going to show up. And everybody's, oh, Trump's not going to show up. Um, and I think that it may hurt him not showing up, but I'd do the same thing. I would. I'm not going to do that. That's, a, that's ridiculous. Now, I think there'll be a compromise on this. I think they'll come to some kind of agreement. Um, if the president tests negative next Monday or Tuesday, um, there's no reason he can't go. But a little shield. I think they had shields last night, the VP debate. I mean, maybe put barbed wire on top of the shields, so plexiglass, and maybe a couple of German shepherds to make sure nobody crosses. Um, and, uh, you can do it that way, right? I mean, there's no problem last night with the VPs. They were far away from each other. They had the plexiglass. They weren't breathing on each other, any of that. So I think it'll be worked out. Um, you want to hear Trump? Should I play the Trump soundbite? All right, go ahead. Go. I felt I beat him easily. I think he felt it too. He wouldn't answer any questions and he had the, uh, protection of Chris Wallace all night long. It was, I thought, I thought Chris Wallace was a disaster. But I beat him in the first debate. At the second debate, we have a never-Trumper as a host. But that's okay, because I beat him in the second debate also. And, uh, but I'm not going to so, do a virtual debate. All right. So Donald Trump thinks he won the first debate. Sure. I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. And, you know. But let's put it this way. Uh, none of the polls, the public polls, which are bogus, the internal polling, which is not, uh, show the president improved his position after the first debate, and that's a fact. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. 
But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, what about last night? What about last night? So I did the live tweeting. I hope you were there for that. It was uh, entertaining. We have about three and a half million Twitter followers now. It's a little big army out there. Um, and uh, I, uh, I have mixed feelings about the first half of the debate. I didn't think anybody really stood out. Uh, but then it turned. So let's walk through it. The first thing that struck me was that Kamala Harris, every time she answered a question, it was about her. Me, Kamala Harris, Senator Harris, me. Every time Vice President Pence answered a question, it was about Donald Trump, not about him. I didn't hear Pence ever say anything about him, himself. So the ego, and me being a person with a big ego, I, I'm tuned into this. The ego was crazy imbalance. I mean, Kamala is like, oh, I'm Kamala. Don't you talk to me like that. Don't you lecture me. And it's Pence talking about Trump. Okay, number one. Number two, the demeanor. All right, so Pence, totally opposite President Trump. He's not a showman. He's not charismatic. But he was very methodical and very uh, credible. Knew what he was talking about. Not a lot of stammering. All right. Presented himself pretty well. He was respectful. I mean, he ran through the stop signs, but that's what they're all going to do. Um, Senator Harris was immature. All right. So let me show you first what I'm talking about, and then we'll get into it a little bit deeper. Go. Joe Biden's going to raise your taxes. It's really remarkable to think. Susan. I mean, right after a time where we're going through a pandemic that lost 22 million jobs at the height to give direct payments to families, which you were one of the original co-sponsors of in the United States Senate. They want to abolish fossil fuels and ban fracking. Uh, you see the shaking of the head, the phony smile, the condescending at Don't you hate that? I do. Just sit there, lady, and listen to him. You want to rebut him? Fine. But the truth is that everybody on this planet with an IQ over 80 knows if you win and Joe Biden wins, everyone's taxes are going up. Everybody. Because the federal government will start to tax everything, not just income. Okay, they have to. To pay for the Green New Deal. To pay for all of the social programs that you were promised. Free college. Free daycare. Right? Have to. All right. There aren't enough people earning more than $400,000 a year to finance a tenth of what you have promised. 
So everybody knows you're going to raise taxes. Okay, so Frank Luntz, you know him, right? So he does these little uh, focus groups of unaligned voters, whatever, okay? And here's what he said right after the debate. Go. But the complaint about Elizabeth, about uh, Kamala Harris was that she was abrasive and condescending. The complaint about Mike Pence was that he was too tired, but vice presidential or presidential. If this is a battle over style and substance, which is often the case with undecided voters, because they simply do not choose on policy, they also choose on persona. This was Mike Pence's night. And that's true. People vote not only on their own self-interest and the economy and COVID, but there's, there's a, they formulate a view. And this hurt in President Trump. So women particularly think that he's a barbarian, all right, that he's boorish. Well, here now we have uh, a woman who's disrespectful all day long, condescending is the right word, um, and that's going to stick. Christmas is coming and the geese are getting fat. If you become a lifetime concierge or premium member at BillOReilly.com, you get all nine killing books. So that gives you all those gift opportunities, plus you get the membership. This is the greatest deal we've ever had. Nine books free. I don't know what else I can do. You want a signed book for Christmas? I'll do them. Get those orders in now, please. And all of the Stand Up for America stuff. This hat, if you buy free killing books, get the hat free. Okay? The mug is the best mug in the world. Best mug in the world. Here it is. Stand Up for Your Country. So please go to BillOReilly.com over the weekend and get some good gifts. Right back with the final thought. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day. And we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. So here's the final thought of the day, and it's pithy. I don't know who's watching cable TV news anymore. How can you sit there and watch these pundits, all right, these biased people who never give you anything, no insights, nothing, they just spout propaganda. There's like six of them in little boxes because they can't be together for COVID. And it's like, what do you make of that? What's your take on this? Well, at the end of the day, I, I, I mean, it just, my head's blowing off. I used to be able to watch it. I can't watch it now. My children rebel. Get that dad, what do you, I watch anything. We'll watch reruns of Gomer Pyle. That's how bad cable news is. Not everybody. There are some astute commentators still working. But by and large, it's garbage. See you soon.